Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to your Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Meh. Textual healing. So just in time. I don't know why. Just I, in time. I wrote. I, fell in love I started. With you. I started. <laughs> down, Ellen, Ellen, that's not a song. Um, yes, it I, is. I wrote this. <laughs> I wrote my summary and it says just in time for January. I don't know what that means. I don't know why I wrote that. Just in time for January, Reddit asks. Reddit asks. I, oh, I wrote, wrote that. Oh, sorry. Well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to yeah. rag on you, Ellie. All right. Anyway, so the point is there was a, there was a Reddit thread. Um, oh, I get it now. So there was a Reddit thread uh, about a, uh, a gay guy went on Reddit to ask some advice. He says he had a huge crush on another uh, gentleman mm. at the gym. And to quote Elliot, gentlemen, and he was asking crowdsourcing the question, how do I send signals to my gym crush that I am gay uh, without being, I guess, over uh, excessive, too heavy handed? Uh, we'll turn. And I said, this is January just because, yes, just because we're gyms all, are we're so packed talking in about going back to the gyms. Right. So Queerty did a story about it and they hand selected. Uh, some of their favorite responses. Um, now, first, I mean, first and foremost, I think uh, we should probably talk about what Elliot would say. Elliot would say, if you want to get someone's <laughs> attention at the gym, do the splits until he notices and then carries you into the showers. Now, that's that's Elliot, though. That's a that's a totally different, totally different type of person. For the rest of us, <laughs> there were some more nuanced responses. So I cherry picked. Some it is literally favorite. the reference of somebody who I think is like at least a century old to say doing the splits i still will never get over it it's like i feel like that's a young thing never heard anybody (laughs) say doing this no you're talking about drag queens doing like shablam no i'm sort of picturing like i i guess like i envision it as like you know the the, 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 the twerking you know the twerking position but instead but no Uh butt movement you're just in that you're in that indefinitely until someone carries you you into the showers Oh my god! But, but, and then, oh but then you god. like you like flash your butt every like thirty seconds. You flash your butt. Oh my god! <laughs> that's, okay. what does. that's what he does at the gym. That's what he told me. I literally. Wow. 
okay. This is like the Crunch Fitness Gym in New York. I remember people doing that there. Yeah, right. I mean, for real. Yeah. I, I, I've always gone to these like really like aggressively heterosexual. Well, because you go to the ones that cost like five dollars. Oh, that's not that. <laughs> LA Fitness. Um, how much does your gym cost, Alan? Your well, twenty-four hour. Or yeah, you go yeah, to it costs, gold. It costs fifty dollars. It costs me fifty dollars okay, well, a month, which is probably more than yours. Thirty-five dollars. <laughs> uh, Jesus. By the way, mine's better. Anyway, fucking eat a dick. Uh, all right. So these these were some of the cherry picked responses, and I wanted to get everyone's take. <clears throat> Quote: Wear a jock strap. Guys who care will notice the way the straps print against whatever shorts or sweats you're wearing. I, I that one was like sort of foreign to me. I don't I don't pay attention to jock straps. If oh, I, I see one, I assume a, is, I think jock straps is a universal signal of of homosexuality. Yeah, because what? Who? I I still do, do you? I don't get, I don't it. get like, it. Like, wouldn't that be less comfortable to wear during a I don't workout? Think comfort is the goal when you wear a jock strap to the. But gym. if you're wearing it at the gym where it's meant and to I, be I worn, covered by pants, like I don't think the intent right. is to. I think the intent is for the strap to be seen at some point through your shorts or pants. Oh, like to see the line. You know what I mean? Like oh, on the football yeah. players and stuff. I don't think I've ever noticed that in my life that there's a that someone has jock straps underneath their pants. I've never noticed that. Yeah. Well, all right. I guess I mean, we have a wandering I'm, eye. I'm, not, from I'm not an expert at this. I'm just saying if, if it's, I mean, clearly it's not about comfort. So like, obviously something right. else is happening here. So yeah. I'm theorizing. I mean, certainly when I see somebody wearing it at the, wearing it in the locker room, I'm yeah. like, well, obviously this yeah. is a, a peacock right, game right. here. Yeah. All right. Let me continue. Let me see your peacock. I, I, uh, I just noticed Elliot, uh, Elliot's taking notes. Um, another one was... <laughs> <laughs> wear a pair of pride nikes that actually i thought was a was oh. a pretty good idea no any anytime i see a pride oh, outfit God. anywhere i don't want it i want you to take it away not too, interesting. too excessive too much. um and then there was short shorts of course as someone argued that everyone basically wears short shorts at the gym but except for me when i, I <laughs> love let's go ahead sorry i love short shorts i've gotten into them oh, wow. i love them i love that Men, gay, and specifically straight men have adopted short shorts. Paul Mezcal wears short shorts. Oh, brother. Uh, Vito, Miko, I don't know his name. Milo Ventimiglia. Oh, yeah. Whereas I love that that short shorts are back. I think it's There's a, a practicality to them. There is. Mm-hmm. Yes, but also on top of that, it does feel like it's a transcendently sec- asexual thing mm-hmm. um, that I actually, I'm, I'm sh- but I will say having gone to like random gym, uh, like a couple of random gyms when I'm visiting, visiting my parents in Florida, it is not a cause. It's only, a, I'm assuming a cosmopolitan esque yeah. or young thing because you know that like shapeless joggers, shorts below the knees, <laughs> you, you know that those are not, when I when I first moved to LA, my gym shorts. Oh, you wore basketball for shorts, right? Reason, I had these basketball shorts, and I just they looked so <laughs> down to your bad. ankles. They were way oh. past my knees. No, I never do. That's I, insane. I never do below the knee, but I would never do short shorts, only because I don't look good in short shorts. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, like I don't. My body. I'm. There's too much body happening yeah, for me look, to wear I short do, shorts. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Short shorts either. Yeah. Um, I do like shorts. I don't like short shorts. All right, the list goes on. It says this one confused me. It says someone said no socks. 
just don't wear socks. And I have not heard, I don't think I've ever noticed that, that gay no men socks. don't I wear mean, socks. I mean, I, I, I know what the, I know what that means. It means don't wear, right. Wear ankle yeah. socks or socks that just that hide. Don't wear like it's to me, it feels gay. If you're wearing socks that go up almost like soccer cleats or no, like invisible socks where you don't see uh-huh. any of it. When you see socks that go halfway yeah. up, that's like very dad. Yeah, I think that's kind of cute though. Can, can I, I do can too. I tell you one more thing that's crazy? So when I used to go to, I'm not kidding. This is, I'm, this, I'm is dying this is going to blow you away. What this is. When I used to go to the gym, I had my, bas- my basketball shorts on <laughs> and I, uh, I do, I have this weird pet peeve where I don't like changing socks in the locker room because your feet oh. are sweating. It's hard to get them on. I don't want to have socks in my gym bag. So I just wear what, what I, whatever socks I have that day. I just wear it at the gym. and I, But that means I would have gym uh, gym short, my basketball gym shorts, and dress socks. <laughs> oh, oh, my wow. God, Brent. I always, wear, I always wear my dress socks. the worst picture of yourself <laughs> yeah. here. That is truly like there. skid row chic. <laughs> Skin like, is he okay is that man okay <laughs> or is he just tweaking yeah yeah my god um okay what was it? all right tight or revealing shirts that makes sense obviously a few suggestions yeah. get a britney spears uh t-shirt and hrc t-shirt i thought that was actually a really smart idea um oh hrc i mm-hmm. like that uh you know when i was no, oh sorry when i when i first came not what not one not super early but like as soon as my mom was like eager for me to meet somebody she was like you should wear a rainbow pin wear a rainbow pin put it on your backpack pin. and i was like i don't want to wear a rainbow yeah. pin she's like people don't know <laughs> yeah pins i mean i rarely see anyone under 70 wearing a pin but um, yeah yeah but the hrc I mean, thing is cute. i don't think you need any of these things from this list you could literally just be me at a gym on a treadmill, yeah. flailing around, <laughs> look at being bothered by being sweaty. I'm literally right. the biggest faggot in the yeah. gym. Yeah. Like there is no yeah. if you want just to make know eye contact with them, right? You know, just make eye contact, and it's like, but not just eye contact. Eye contact that says I don't belong here. So I wanted to share one more story. I I have I've had a long, hard and fast rule about I don't make conversation where I buy my coffee. <laughs> And I don't don't make conversation at the gym because it becomes a nightmare. I don't want to make friends with someone I'm going to see five times a week. Um, and I broke my rule about six, five, maybe four or five months ago, I should say. I had a gym crush and I was like, I had him for like months. And one day we're both alone in the corner of the gym and I was like, you know what, Brent? I'm just gonna fucking say something. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like say something. And I was like, hey, man, you know, nice back or whatever. You know, whatever you say to someone. I, no, nice I think back? I, I think I asked him about like his oh. form or something. You know, like I could tell he was straight, so I just wanted to chat him up. In dress socks and, and yeah, basketball right, right. shorts. <laughs> no, I wear pants shorts. now, Alan, because of you. Um, anyway, I chatted him up. Gym pants. And uh, we became like friendly and now i have to talk to him every Mm -hmm. fucking time i go to the gym and he's of course a wonderful guy but my crush has faded because i'm so annoyed that every time i go to the gym there's gonna be 
five minutes. That's the anomaly with you. I think I think you I think Elliot probably has this problem too, but I definitely know I know I have this problem that I think you actually do read as approachable in person, Brent. Like you oh. do seem like an approachable person. And and which is blows me away because everyone knows you're not. Um <laughs> no, but but I I know I read as approachable and, and yet and I don't I don't know how to not have a conversation. Like I don't know how yeah. to not say yeah. If I'm in an elevator with someone, do not acknowledge that other human being. Like, I can't physically do it. Michael is great at it. Michael can literally sit there, stand there and just be silent and not give a fuck. Yeah. I, I if the person leaves, I have to say, have a good day. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Like, I can't not I do it. I, I can't, I can't like give anyone the cold shoulder. So I'm yeah. literally, I am literally <laughs> on the hook to have conversations with this guy until our work schedules change or something. <laughs> Yeah, or until he dies. Yeah, there you go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Not even joking. We are here today with, I mean, I think they need no introduction, but I guess I have to introduce. So I'm going to introduce you both one at a time so people can get familiar with your voices. So first, welcome Darby. Hi, this is my natural voice. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alexis Bevel. Hello, everyone. Hi. Alexis, don't put on that silly voice. Oh, <sighs> <laughs> no, this is our voice. That's Darby on Alexis. Hi, we're um we're IMHO. We're Thank you. Yeah. Wait. So that's a, that's my first question. So for anyone listening who maybe is unfamiliar with with what you two do, you have a show, a viral show, a viral YouTube. It's a podcast too, correct? Called IMHO. What is what's what's behind the title? Well, it's IMHO. It stands for In My Homosexual Opinion. I am not currently homosexual as I am newly trans. You used to play one. But though. I lived undercover as a homosexual yeah. for many years. Very so convincing. I, she I did have, the legwork. I've done the legwork. She can say the F word. You earned it. Yeah. 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 You earned it. <laughs> right. You can. Just exactly. Like, just, just we like did me. it. Um, no. Our, and how long have you, have you been doing the show? So how long she she and our friend Chan started Auntie Chan, Chan, amazing Chicago icon, started a web show reviewing RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know if you've heard of it. I think what, 10 years ago. And I was like, I need to. Okay, it was more like four. But I was like, I need to get in on this because as soon as it started going well, she started sitting in the room. Yeah. And laughing off camera. (laughs) I, I was the intern for the first like one and a half seasons and I would come in and in the final Wait. moment I would have my own little intern I called it the intern minute and it then it sounds like you've upgraded to an intern five minutes are you almost done yeah 
And then and then I f- <laughs> kind of elbowed my wings. She's there. newly trans, Darby. Oh, Give shit. her a break. Thank ally, you. Ally. You can't. Ally. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed. Yeah, so Auntie Chan actually came up with the uh, the idea of the title or whatever. And then we did it for a few years with her. And then she got a boyfriend. So she had to move on. Okay. Yeah. And listen, I'm not going to fight her on that. I met him. I would leave her for no. him. Yeah. But I got married and, yeah. and you yeah. came with the package. Yeah. I was always there though, because I d- I did the backdrop. They, it used to not be green screen. It used to be like an actual piece of fabric. Very ugly. Very ugly. So I like to blue. say I've been in the fabric of the show since its inception. Um, literally. literally, yeah. Literally, literally in the fabric. The fabric. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those shows that, like, I mean, well, first off, the fact that you've had a successful sort of like reaction show that people have wanted to watch, and you guys, neither of you have been on. Drag Race says a lot wow. about your skill and what you do because, like, for a queen to be successful outside of Drag Race, it's almost unheard of these days. You know what I mean? Well, there are a hundred thousand drag queens born every minute. Every minute, yeah. And uh, while I appreciate that all drag <laughs> is valid, not all drag is good, and I do feel very lucky. Although, I mean, we do have to say, like. Yeah, we haven't been on Drag Race, but if it weren't for Drag Race, like we wouldn't have a show. Yeah. So as much as some, it's crazy how it's built an economy. It's 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 created an, yeah. an entire economy uh, in content, in merchandise, in nightlife. It it's omni powerful at this point. The, in fact, I even heard over the weekend. I read that the economy of Drag Race is bigger than the economy of the country Estonia. What? Unbelievable. <laughs> not Estonia. Unbelievable. They have so much. Alexis, would you is like to say that the country from the Princess Diaries? No, that's Genovia. That's, that's and you Genovia. should know that. And you should oh. know that. Alexis, what are the three main exports of Estonia? You know a lot about that. Well, Estones, which were drag right, queens. We love Estonian yeah, things. Yeah. That's number one. Um, <laughs> and then, actually, Estides. Yeah, Selena's home state. And then... Uh, I actually really love the yeah. first time I ever watched Eurovision. That's gay. Have y'all ever seen that? Abba? Yeah. You Estonia. heard of Abba? Estonia was my favorite because oh, yeah. she had yeah. a big dress. Was it made of stone? Oh. No, it was computer. Yeah. It was like white and then computers did stuff to it. And so oh, she got see, to AI's taking over. Even music. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even oh. Estonia. <laughs> Jesus. It's terrifying. So do you feel like drag, like indebted to the show in the capacity that it gave you something to watch and recap and, and react to? Or do you feel like, I guess it's like a chicken or the egg thing. Like, would you have found something else or do you just feel a kinship with the no. show as drag queens? Okay, can I can I chicken and egg before you, Rooster? I would love, okay. yeah. So, sorry, trans, trans or ally. Um, yeah, it, honestly, Auntie Chan and I were on this review show with a drag queen who we don't publicly talk about anymore. Oops. And... Yes. So I didn't know Chan that well. And then that person got on Drag Race. So I was like, well, why don't we do our own? And that's really how it all came to be. Because otherwise, I had no desire to be on YouTube. I had no, you know, I worked in the bars. I had a regular bar gig. So I was good, you know. Um, and then as that, like, as it became more popular, like, through our Patreon, we do do, like, personal stuff. You know, we'll make yeah. videos that aren't Drag Race related. We made, Yeah, we use Drag Race as, like, a springboard. We really just talk about our trauma. And share the oh, same stories trauma. over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a way, yes, we do. Uh, we're very grateful to Drag Race. For sure. Um, but I think, you know, I'd like to do other things. I'd like to talk about. I would too. We always. Did I mention trauma? Yeah. Oh. 
We always have plans and we always have something in the works for what's next for IMHO, but we're very um, procrastinating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're very comfortable yeah. living in the now, which is a fun way of saying we procrastinate. Living in the now. Yeah. You're so creative. Thanks. Well, you're... Mm -hmm. You're so good at living in the. I mean, one of the things. I mean, I, I've I've known about you for a, a while about a us, now, but uh -oh. I think we first about yes about you, but we hadn't met because you all were living in Chicago yeah. and you had just you just recently moved to Los Angeles, and I think I first saw both of you at the Queerties where you both won and had the acceptance speech of the night. I mean, the speech that, oh, it's right I mean, here. let's be real. Queerty doesn't put out that much great content, but on that night, Grab your it. acceptance speech was the great content. <laughs> Thank you so because much. Because you guys have a pattern of talking over each other. Thank you. I mean, you must have worked that out ahead of time. Well, no, no not really. really. I mean, it's kind of a learned that we thing. Work out we just, at the first time. No one will ever honestly, hear me say designer, anything. Our designer, the guy I that made our dresses, <laughs> Joshua. Joshua did say, he was the one that was like, oh my God. Well, because I have really good ideas. I have really good I thought we might win, but I wasn't. I pitched him to her sure. on the way. And, and I don't take her ideas, like seriously, <laughs> she at all. Take her ideas. If you talk but to her more than a minute, you'll realize I like when you talk. say that. <laughs> and, we, and we did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> and we won this. This is yeah. That's a good it's bit. A, I like and that bit. This I is the first chaos. time I've allowed her to your, touch it. I mean, put it over here yeah <laughs> it's it's the it's it's also you guys both do that in your in your act too i mean i saw you at fat slut i'm wearing a fat slut shirt actually today. Hey, um i saw you at fat slut. slut i don't know a while ago with auntie chan she was also on the show i think yeah 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 and and you 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 had a similar bit as well in the show so it's a part of your act when you're together as well right yeah yeah i think our act can be summed up as um one's mean and one's nice yeah, and one's talented kind of... and one's mean. I have incredible <laughs> talents. Can you hear me sing? Yeah. Well, I haven't warmed up, but uh, yeah, I we we find little bits. Honestly, can I be on? Can I be real with you? Can I be real? I think Please. what it is is when we do a bit on the show, and first of all, I do want to say I'm very proud of us. We are yes and girls, okay? We never plan bits, yes. no. but we'll do a bit, and then yeah. if someone comments, "Oh my god, that was funny," we'll do it. We'll do it until people hate it, and uh, again mm -hmm. and again and again. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. <laughs> I think that's fun. Yeah. Well, speaking of yes and, I just this is a complete tangent, but I think it's very fun to learn that Ariana Grande's new single that was just yes. um, teased hasn't come out yet. It's called <gasps> Yes and, which is like. Is this going to be an improv lesson? Is, is really Ariana Grande's next album going to be about like she Del is. Close? I mean, will, will Frankie Grande, will Frankie Grande be involved in any capacity? Because I also he's going to no, hold the bin not. of wigs because it sounds no, like please. yes, and it sounds like a what is it? What's that troop? Troop Beverly Hills. No, no, no. The one that does all the wigs with the um, improv, the Gremlins. Have you been drinking? No. What's that called? I don't know. The groundlings. Oh, the groundlings. It sounds like a oh, groundlings, the groundlings theme. Groundlings, yeah. <laughs> the groundlings. <laughs> That's okay. That's what I call her. The night. gremlins, the famed actually, gremlins. Actually... Oh, go. Cool. <laughs> well, I want to. Oh, I was going to. Uh, I wanted to ask, as it, I, I'm always curious, like as somebody who has zero, um, I have like no interest in myself in like. The like makeup and wigs and cosmetics, that. like oh I just have no predilection for it. But I'm so, but I'm so curious how 
drag queens or anybody who enjoys like like makeup, how you find your look and how you decide what your look is going mm. to be in in drag. And I know I'm sure obviously it's a process and it takes, you know, training wheels to get there until you feel good. But but how do you find like how do you it's figure a that super out? Super long process. Uh, okay. Ooh, ooh, okay. We're we're older queens, so I can say this. We She's started older. drag you are one year younger than me. I don't know you that they need to saying know that. that. Your skin is betraying you. <laughs> okay. So we started drag like a million years ago where there was like no YouTube tutorials. There was no oh, way yeah. to learn. You just had to do it. And right. so the only YouTube tutorial that I could find was Manila Luzon's YouTube tutorial in like a Best oh. Western. I bought everything she told me to yeah. buy. I looked insane. <laughs> That's a classic tutorial, oh, actually. It's, That's iconic. It's iconic. It was tutorial. Sasha Velour's yeah. first tutorial as well because we didn't have anything yes. else. Yeah. We were yeah. at a Halloween party yeah. with Manila last year, and I told her that while drinking alcohol very heavily. And I was like, I just thank you for putting that out because you helped so many of us get started. I mean, obviously, I looked like shit. <laughs> and then I felt bad. But uh, she was also drinking, so we made it work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did get very lucky. The Chicago scene, which was like Shea Kool-Aid, Trixie, Kimchi, yeah. all the big names, and then us. So it, it, we're fine. We're fine. It's not. It, it's not. It's not it's hurtful at all. It's ther- we do therapy. Yeah. Uh, we would have like makeup yeah. parties where every like active drag queen in Chicago mm-hmm. would go to someone's apartment and then people would just teach us what to do. I never was invited to any of those. Okay. The so I learned secondhand. Queens. Yeah. Uh, the working uh, drag queens. Yeah. But I will say you play yeah. with your makeup a lot. That's how I'm, I'm still trying to figure out my signature or whatever on my face. Cause I just play, I don't know. You have a beautiful face naturally. I feel like it always so changes too. Yeah. Well, and trends I feel like change. it always changes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mine doesn't. I mean, I, I mean, even with my drag, like, you know, <laughs> yes. Well, if you stick with it, I mean, if, if it works, don't, don't, don't fix it. And right? some but say with it mine, doesn't I'm work. always like, <laughs> I'm always fucking with my lips. I feel like the one thing I always change is my lips, and I'm always trying to figure out a new. Oh, one, it's just because it's always something. You know, the bigger the better. Yeah, it's always something that yeah. you hate yeah. doing. Mine, <laughs> mine was brows when I started, yeah. and now. It, now it's nose, and you you do a really good really? nose. Yeah, I don't like nose. Oh, nose, nose, interesting. Nose. I mean, Thank you. It could be smaller. But I didn't mean for us to all look at it. I just. <laughs> well, I'm I'm interested now. What do you like about your nose? Ooh, I don't I'll like tell you doing three it. things I don't like, I don't like about your nose. What? Okay, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I need to ask you because Chicago drag is <laughs> is kind of iconic in both you know the history of drag, but also. It has a reputation. Yeah. It has a reputation other than different cities. Miami drag's different from Chicago, New York drag. Nothing is like Chicago drag. So what was it like leaving Chicago for Los Angeles where you're kind of like in the juggernaut of crazy town drag queens? Well, can I tell you, the pandemic was really nice for me. I really, I got a lot out of it. It was a very positive experience. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for all the lives lost, but oh my God, I grew as a person. (laughs) And mm-hmm. it was really, <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of time, just me time, really, uh, to, ref- to, to reflect, reflect yeah. on, you know, Chicago drag scene. We we were very you. active until the pandemic, obviously. And then IMHO started to take off because everyone was stuck inside. And we never really went back to the bar scene. Like, we had a mm-hmm. cabaret show. Uh, I'm glad you're all sitting down. It's called Two Queens Singing. Yeah. 
that's we came up with that. Oh. Yeah, we came up with that. <laughs> wow. Um, probably my idea. <laughs> so was it? Probably. No, you all came the good up with ones. Dumb ideas. Your ideas were wild. They were like, why don't we call it like princess music, singing feel better time. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh God. Anyway, so I think by the time we we left, we we were kind of already out. Yeah, I mean the pandemic was. It was when Wonderful. we started doing IMHO more. Yeah, and like kind of honing in on what that was like, and we started mm-hmm. the Patreon. So, and then by the end of it, I didn't really want to go back. I, I was just gonna say, like, do you guys miss it? Do you do you do you miss you know crave? Do you crave sort of the the connection you get with people when you're performing live and going to live shows or are you I do not miss the right re- like the regular gigs I had I did like a, a bingo there and it was so much fun it was this like country and western bar randomly but they yeah. oh that was my first drag show oh that was my first drag show but I'm I lived in Chicago for years and that was the I always went to that bingo oh really, really? why there's so yeah, many I more I always went it was like I know, but it was like a fun one. It was like outside of the, well, what is previously known as Boys Town. Right. It was outside of that area. Yeah. And it was sort of like, it felt kind of alt-ish in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. How much bingo is happening oh. in Chicago that you can pick and choose on any Lot. given night? Which, tons. Which Listen, bar tons of bingo brands. Well, bingo, drag bingo is, is almost drag as Drag queens. Oh, is, that, is that a thing? Yeah. Because in the winter, oh. there's yeah, nothing else to do. A... That's yeah. true. Yeah. Drag, no, drag bingo yeah, yeah, and yeah, reading true. to children became very popular. And mm. I never partook mm. in either, mainly because the state wouldn't allow me to. Right. But I do, <laughs> right. yes, we miss the community, obviously. I miss and the we community. stay in touch with a few people. And I miss how easy it was to get around, but I don't miss the humidity. Uh, it was a wet heat. Yeah. It was a wet heat. I don't miss the oh. humidity, so I'll never Yuck. go back. And... Yeah, um, I do miss Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, I know I have them here, but it's not just not the same. You. No. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have a no, they're here. No. There's one downtown, baby. There's oh. one downtown. Go all the way downtown there's, from North Hollywood for a well, Dunkin'. How have you? <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> okay. Wait. How have you found? Don't get stabbed along how the have way. You found but... Los Angeles drag. What is your reaction to Los Angeles drag then? The bulk of the drag that we have seen and slash performed in is all at Precinct in downtown LA. Yeah, like yeah. We, we don't get out much. We've only done one show. Oh, we're in very West like nervously did, stepping out every once in a while. Yes, we did gloss with um, the House of Avalon, and it was fun. It yeah. was fun. It was it was fun. Okay, um, the big show. Jo- Yes, you're doing up talk here, so yeah. I'm waiting. I can't wait well, for the follow it's fun. Did I mention up. that, Elliot? It, it's it was fun. fun. Uh, Jojo Siwa screamed at us. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, that's just how she talks. That's yeah, how she's talking tell you? to her. Can I tell you? So we're in the dressing room, and Eureka O'Hara, who's, she takes up a lot of auditorial, auditory space, audio, uh, you know, yes. sound. And so she's already just talking at a level that, it, that it, the space is too small. Mm-hmm. And then Jojo Siwa comes yeah. in. And they just start complimenting each other, but it sounds like they're screaming at each other. I was <laughs> oh, so overwhelmed. I have to ask you about Jojo Siwa because there is something that I've always wondered. Now I've never met her up close. I've always 
We should stop for a second and pause. Oh. Jojo Siwa is. We, we, uh, we, we've talked. We've talked about her on the podcast. I remember. I'm obsessed okay, with good. her hairline because she, for years, had to have that tight pony. So she has like male pattern baldness now. I believe. I don't know. If, is it like that up close? No, I don't think we. Saw. I got to be honest. No. I wasn't looking at her. Um, yeah. We had. Can I tell this story? <laughs> I felt so important. No, okay. wait, wait, wait. Which story are you going to tell? Okay, so we we had only been in L.A. for a few months, and this was like our first big kind of show here. Yeah. And so we were already feeling a little out of place, and we get to the dressing room. And the House of Avalon, I must say, I just did their show last night, too. They are the nicest fucking kids. They're lovely. They are the loveliest young people. I'm obsessed with all of them. Um, So they made us feel welcome, Mm -hmm. but then it just started slowly filling up with drag race queens, just drag, not just the ones on stage, but like all, so we just were kind of on the edge and it felt really uncomfortable. And then Jojo Siwa screams her way into the room. And I was like, Oh my God, I want to be sucked into this wall. And then the girl that was with Jojo Siwa. Oh yeah. Her friend, her friend goes, Darby and Alexis. I love IMHO. (laughs) She hands her phone to Jojo Siwa. And she's like, Jojo, take a picture of us. (laughs) So Jojo Siwa, as soon as she walked in the room, had to take a picture of us. And then I was like. She was like, say cheese. She was like, smile, faggots. (laughs) Anyway. But she she also (laughs) talks like a smoker, which I love. Oh, yeah. She lived three like you guys. You're so great. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That's what I like about Pink is that she has a but, voice that sounds probably, like she Pink, has, has, get has doomed, smoked a day in her life. Get doomed, Pink. That's what I like about well, Pink. It's oh true. My God. She sounds like a real human being. You both have to being, do my show you know? at heart. We do it annually. You have to come oh to it. Oh, my God. I would love, love. Now, tell me what the show or is. this year, I should say. What is it? Oh, well, it's called Moist. It's Moist. I don't uh, love that. I don't, Brent, have you been to it? I know Elliot has. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been to the, I haven't it's been fun. to Moist. It's been fun to with, with Godoy. Shows, you know Godoy. Oh on this yes, Godoy, drag queen. Yes, we love Godoy. Now, Elliot, so, what did you do? And if Brent is there, you get you get to. I will tell you, if Brent is at the drag show, you get to watch me <laughs> elbow him. So he holds, looks miserable, and holds up a dollar yeah. bill without looking <laughs> yeah. at the queens. Elliot always makes his... fun of how I give my dollar out. Brent, I don't know like how the, how are you like supposed you to, to do it, Brent. Yeah, I don't, but you I don't. don't? Dance. Okay, first of all, ahead, that's shocking to me. Having no. seen you look so limber, yeah, having seen your full body. Um, also, <laughs> oh, I I will say, as a professional drag queen, I also feel so uncomfortable every single time I tip. Oh, because yeah. I'm like, I need to smile, Thank and if they don't you. see me for a while, I have to keep the smile <laughs> on. And I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. Come on, baby. Come on. And then you do the nervous exactly. thing where you look around and you're like, sorry, and then it's, it's, sorry everybody. Because you want to be enjoying the performance. And it's oddly very embarrassing if they yeah. don't oh. see you. Like if they don't catch your doll, you're like, oh my God, I feel I'm like diminished The most iconic word. tipping sorry, moment I've ever had. It was the last show. I wasn't on it, I don't think, before, um, before the pandemic and Roxy Andrews was on. It was at Mickey's Showgirls. And she came out and literally it was like in unison. 50 people just held out money, just held it out. She didn't even do anything. They just held it's out Roxy money and was Andrews. like, and she had this reaction like, look, it's Roxy Andrews. I know yeah. it was 
such an iconic moment. And she just she just started taking them. Wasn't even lips, just taking the money. Just taking oh, the that's money. That's what happens Love to us so all the time. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the way that they were describing Brent as tipping, that's what usually happens at our shows. People just not making eye contact. Kind of embarrassed. <laughs> sure. No, can I? Okay. I'm ready to embarrass myself again. Brent's already done it. So I feel like I'm going to follow in suit. So last night at the show, the girl that went before me, I cannot remember her name and I'm a piece of shit. But anyway, she killed it. She was incredible. She had backup dancers. Okay. People are throwing money wow. at her. They are just going up. Like they have to get two buckets. It's crazy. Right. And then I'm like, great, yeah. I'm right after that, you know? So I walk out and I'm like, who's traumatized religiously? And I do a number where I just took um, Our God is an Awesome God and I changed the last God to faggot. Our God is an Awesome Faggot. Um, oh my they God. did not have to get two buckets for my tips. Um, if anything, they probably needed a smaller one. Just... Uh, it's a cute little, I could have held my hands out like that. A Ziploc. No, they're yeah, a really right. good crowd. They're a Just good like, crowd, like a sandwich but... Ziploc. Pouch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's nerve wracking. Well, I think. Yeah. Coin purse. I mean, not for me. I mean, my, very, our that's last, really funny. My last question for you guys is, I want to know, like, do you have, because like we were talking about earlier about Drag Race and how ubiquitous it is. And it's just, if you're, if you do drag, everyone talks to you about Drag Race. Yep. So like the ultimate question is, do you still try out or have you or do you still try out for drag race and is that like an ambition of either of you so what we do is every year we say yeah. you know what this is let's year. do it let's just let's do it. audition it. let's do it and every year we get a tiny bit closer as, as as well. a <laughs> funny you said that funny Elliot. you said that well i don't we have not we have not auditioned in years no okay. i auditioned years for one season years ago and then, and, and but I wasn't good. And she auditioned for no, a thousand years ago. Yeah. yeah. And then Alexis and I were chatting, and we were like, "Well, we both need money to get new teeth, so we have to go on the show so we can get new teeth and go on All Stars." Yeah. And so I was like, "Fuck it!" So we just made a video, <laughs> just the that two of us. Double video. And we read through what they wanted for the video, and we just talked about what we would have done yeah. for the video. <laughs> and we and we sent that in. That's awesome. <laughs> Do I think that That's that really they will like it? Probably no. not, but it made me laugh. It yeah. made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's and so if, if if like Love go. Connie is an example <laughs> of getting on Drag Race without getting on Drag Race, I mean, you have a future. There's just a chance you could still be on Drag Race in different ways. Okay. That's I true. love Love Connie, but that was kind of mean. That was yeah. a lead, and I, yeah, heard I, know. It. I know. I heard it. <laughs> yeah. I heard it. Do you hear hoping... that, Alexis? You're Love Connie now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We love. We love. <laughs> well, where can people find the show and follow you both on the interwebs? Oh, Alexis, I want to see you try to do this. Oh, my gosh. We are at IMHO The Show on YouTube and Patreon. And we have an Instagram. We have a TikTok. I am HO the show. You don't know if we have an Instagram. Can I be honest? I took all social media off of my phone oh, good at for the beginning you. of this. Oh, Brent's going to love you. Wow. Brent, Brent's going to love this. Did you do it too, Brent? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I've had it. Absolutely. Well, you got tired of seeing yeah, pink stuff. Totally you game. have to. You have to get peace. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing her sing, so real. I get it. Yeah, yeah we day. do have a TikTok and Instagram and a Twitter, and it's yeah, all I'm really the show, and it's all run by Paula. 
um, Paula, thank a friend you, in Costa Rica. Thank you, Paula. A lesbian. <laughs> a lesbian friend in Costa Rica. <laughs> That's awesome. Her dad's kind of hot, and sometimes she'll take pictures of him and send them to me when I'm sad. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. nice. I am married. That's sweet. Well, you well, guys, this has been you a are treat. the best. Yeah, this has been hilarious. Best. This has been hilarious. Thank you so much. Oh my god, thank for you so for much having for having us. us. And I would love to run into you at another party where we're all just kind of like this. Although, Brent, can I say this? As we're sitting on the couch, yeah. we're all sitting on the couch because mm-hmm. we're just trying to find a spot to live at this party, right? Yeah. And Brent gets up and mm-hmm. he starts yeah. pacing. And he's creating this like large space for himself. Yes. And I was like, that is giving some straight male energy. And I was very confused. That's the best compliment you've ever given Brent. That Brent has ever got. <laughs> was I, did I pay? There was no place to pace at that point. You made a place. You made it happen. I, 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 carved, I out a spot. carved out a spot. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I just want to say congrats on, uh, on being heterosexual. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, no Thank problem. Thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> You did it. And another thing. So we've been, we've been meaning to play this for a very long time. And I feel like, listen, it's the beginning of the new year. And, you know, I wanted to keep this episode light as possible. Light. I guess, you know, before we get into the horrors of the world. So this is um, clips that I've amassed when I was, I think I must have been, God, eight years old and was wildly precocious, yeah. incredibly nerdy, and, you and know, pushy. beloved by adults. Elliot, Elliot, Elliot and had pushy. such an incredible career before he turned 18. Like, he, you had been on TV, yeah. you'd interviewed celebrities, you were on yeah. the radio, you were yeah. like, it's incredible. Yeah, my friend called me the littlest press, the littlest president. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I just, uh, it was, oh. It's so embarrassing, but it's too oh, but good to not love play. It so much, don't even act like you're embarrassed. You love every second of. Oh, of course, <laughs> I can't because be- I can't believe I was so. Yeah. You'll hear I'm it. Jealous but because anyway, I there don't was have a- any of this from my childhood. I have nothing that is like. I know, but you you also pro- you were equally precocious in your but you own also way. had access and- that I didn't because you know you were on the East Coast and I was of course in St. Louis. Yeah. So like I didn't. There's no way I'm doing a press junket. <laughs> right. Well, this was I was. I wasn't a teen. I was very young. I must have been seven or eight. And I would. There was a local show in New York called New York Kids on WNYC, the public radio. And I would listen every single week. And I would call in. And I won so many prizes from calling in that they were like, "We can't give you any more prizes. Why don't you come in and be a kid co-host?" Which I did. <laughs> and when I got there, they said they were taking bets on whether or not I wore glasses. Oh, brother. And of course, I <laughs> I did. So this is, I mean, again, I know this is my volunteering this content right. on here. It is <clears throat> unbelievable how self-aggrandizing I am. But this is a clip of me on New York Kids at, I think, seven or eight. And the accent is a Roll the tape. Hey, so let's get started with our first factoid. Are you ready, Elliot? Yep. Okay, here's our, one of my co-hosts, Elliot. He's going to tell you the first factoid. Do you know where the mayor of New York lives? In Gracie Mansion, of course. Gracie Mansion was built in 1799 as a country house for rich merchant Archibald Gracie. Over the years, it was a military post, a city warehouse, a refreshment stand, and a public restroom. It became the official home 
for mayors in 1942. And that's New York factoid number one. Okay, thank you, Elliot. Very good reading. Okay. Now, let me tell you Can I just say, you sound brilliant. you sound like your mother yes. after she just inhaled helium. Yes. You, you yeah. Suck. Great, great. The way he said Gracie was so, so New York. Gracie so, Mansion. So cute. Yeah. And then we're going to go down and have some borscht. Yes. It's going to be delicious. <laughs> so that's just a little clip of the me reading a fact, but the next clip, this is the, the this is the one that is uh, astounding. This is me being in, <laughs> me being introduced as a kid co-host, and they're basically saying, "Tell us a little bit about yourself." And I am very into talking about myself, yeah. so here it here it is. <laughs> okay, we're really excited about this. Yeah, it's great to have you guys here, and Elliot. I know you because last year you wrote an article about New York kids in Newsday. <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, I I just was bored one day, so I decided to write a review on New York kids, and I didn't know where to send it, so I decided to send it to our local local paper, Newsday. I wrote a review, and for some reason it got published. But <laughs> for some reason, reason it was oh, a good article. It was a good paper. It was a I good review. It. it was yeah. a good article. They didn't tell me about it though. Oh, but <laughs> so we, I opened. We it. contacted you, didn't we, to tell yeah. you that we got it? Yeah. Oh, great. And, you, and what else do you write? Besides uh, reviews of cool shows. <laughs> I, I like to write letters to celebrities, and I've gotten <laughs> Judy Bloom, Billy Joel. Judy Bloom wrote Joel. to you? Yeah, he actually wrote to me. He spelled my name right, so I know he read my letter. That's like oh. a river of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot's dream. That's right. And uh, Judy Bloom, Billy Joel, Hannah Barbera wrote to me. Joe Hannah, Joe Barbera, and William Hannah. The people at Diva Cartoon. Uh, Flintstone Maniac. Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, so you're into writing a lot. Oh, I love to write. I love to write. You do other stuff with writing? Yeah, I do stories. I, I've, my, my. I almost want you to turn it off. Nope. Well, I like to do cartoons. I like to do, I have my own cartoon. I have Ralph's World. It's kind of based on, like. It's not Wayne's World. It's not based on Wayne's World. It's actually based. I, I'm on, dying. Well, Doug on Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. the yeah. character Doug. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, he's a worrywart and everything. Okay. Oh my God! Kill me. Yeah, my my three my three most recent stories are really good. There, the last one is uh, <laughs> the fifth the marathon of fifth grade. Uh, the next one was um, Freddie. Vickers. I think we. Can Freddie, I, yeah. And the last one I wrote very recently. It's really funny. It's called uh, uh, wait, Thanksgiving Spent with Barney. Crazy. That's crazy. One of my favorite. Like how, can you imagine hosting that show and this kid, this gay ass little kid, is going on and on and on? A, I, I, I can't imagine those poor this people. Is, this is a little again, a little peek behind the curtain. One of my favorite things about Elliot is that he has a lot of footage from his childhood, yeah, and just which is a fantastic thing. But every once in a while, you know, you get a text from him where he's like, "Hey, I just discovered this tape or this clip or this th- silly thing or whatever." And then, you know, most friends would send you like, you know. The 20 seconds that they think you're going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot will send you like a six minute clip of, of like him being like a precocious six year old for his dad's video camera. And you're yeah. like, you're the same. You're still the same. You're still sending me. <laughs> you still think people are going to love your six minutes. <laughs> it's just what it's just. It, it, uh, I just it, I'm I'm like, I can't. I try to embrace my inner child, you know, through no. therapy 
and it's very difficult. Sure. Well, because you're you haven't. I mean. <laughs> no offense, but you're still afraid of everything and you're still worried yeah, about things. Yeah. And I mean, you yeah. really, the only thing that has really changed is the facial hair and the voice. And his voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only, move, yeah. the only thing that changed. Because you still got the glasses, you know, yeah. you're still precocious. Yeah. You still, precocious. still yeah. will drive, you yeah. drive an hour and a half for a waffle. I right. mean, that's something that that faggot would do. <laughs> right. That little right. kid. Like, come on. <laughs> right. Like, you, for real, you haven't changed that that much, I wouldn't say. But I don't want to tell. Oh, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't get too personal. I just like, yeah, you can, I hope I, I, I hope I don't bother people oh, no. that much now oh with being God. like, and I did this and no. I did that. <laughs> I like no. this and I'm like that. <laughs> no, the thing is, is like, like it's, we're all, we're all most embarrassed by our own selves. I was talking about this on uh, the Golden Girls podcast the other day because we were talking about like yearbook stuff. And I, in, in one of my yearbooks that we got out, um, one of the yearbook messages to me said, I'm sorry I was so mean to you. I promise I won't be Ugh. as mean to you next year. Like that was one of the messages. Wow. And now, now wow. it's even darker because I was the little shit piece of fucking kid who I had so much confidence and I didn't care about not having many friends. I didn't really have that many friends. I didn't mm. care about having many friends because I knew I was cooler than everyone else. Mm -hmm. So I bet you 1000% <clears throat> I made that person feel bad for making me <laughs> feel bad, air quotes, yeah. just for my own enjoyment because <laughs> I wanted them to feel bad about themselves. Right. So like I'm the asshole. Right. I'm the one who should be apologizing, which, you know, we're just, that's who we are. It's yeah. like, it's that, that, that's what makes us special. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I love to write. I love to write. <laughs> what would your aunt say? Brent, what would your Aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's I just show? went to that Reddit thread and I found my favorite reference. Someone said, wear a cock ring in the shower and the username was EWGlaze69. <laughs> Had to squeeze that in even in character. <laughs> My Aunt Joanne would say, um, you know what I think you should wear at the gym? A Jewish star. <laughs> Let people know that. Oh. How about Aunt Anne? Aunt Anne would say, the quickest thing to pick up a man at the gym is to wear channel number five. It's the CBS version of <laughs> Chanel number five. <laughs> channel, that's great. Oh, and Anne, happy new year to you. Happy new year, everybody. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash you're making it worse. Patreon.com slash you're making it worse. You might see Elliot's booty hole. Go on, sign up. You might see Elliot's tootie hoe. You got to find a pic. You got to post a pic now, What's the Wait, wait. The worst one is, I mean, Brent, tootie hole is incredible, but... What's the other one you made that I couldn't even, that I couldn't like stomach? Dookie, Dookie, Dookie Ho. <laughs> Disgusting. Dookie Ho. Ew. Remember that album in fifth grade, that Green Day album? It was Dookie Day. Yeah. Dookie. I didn't like, I was afraid of anybody who listened to it because it was <laughs> well, called Dookie. Well, that was like the first huge album of my life. I didn't like it, but my friends, every guy in my class had a copy of that album. It was huge. Big I, Dookie. I, Big Dookie. I, I, but I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> <laughs>